Praise the Lord and good day to you. Welcome to Cross Time with Pastor Curtis here on a beautiful, sunny Friday morning in the piney woods of Northeast Texas. Queen City is our little uh, town we live in here, and it's supposed to be 75 degrees today on the 11th day of February 2022. Last year, it was uh, several inches deep in snow. Uh, on on the Valentine's Day, and so uh, you just never know around here in the Piney Woods. We could have a 80 degree Christmas, or we could have a 20 degree Christmas. It just you just never know, and uh, it's a good place to be because the weather changes and just pl- tries to please everybody around here, even through the winter time. But we just praise God for another grand opportunity to be here today with you, whoever you are, wherever you are, whenever you're watching this broadcast. Today, God is going to continue to impart truth into the hearts and lives of those who are after his truth, those who are being led by the spirit of truth into all truth, those who have and are learning to deny themselves, take up their cross daily, and to follow him, their shepherd, the one who said, uh, my sheep hear me, I know them, my sheep hear my voice, I know them, and they follow me. That's a powerful statement that Jesus made. And let me say this before we continue. Those who are following Christ are those who are hearing Christ. And he said he knows them. But the criteria for his knowing them, the Bible plainly describes in Romans 8 and 29 and Philippians 3 and 10 is to be being made conformable into the image of his son's death. That's right. Write those scriptures down today. We're going to get really into this uh, John chapter 5 verse 30 again. But before we do, let me for the new viewers show you the book that's been out about three years. 62 page booklet. All God's works are done in truth. If you love the word more than you love opinion. If, if you if you love scripture more than more than you love feelings or anything else and you love the truth this little 62 page booklet will surely help you along the way it's derived from Psalms 33 and 4 that tells us the word of the Lord is right and all his works are done in truth and uh, this little booklet will help you. Uh, the Lord, I know, will help you through the scriptures that are in this little book. Uh, remove some of the hazy and the shadowy places that you might walk in a greater place of light with him. It's only $15, 62-page booklet. Get your copy uh, ordered today. You can do that on the website, thecrosswaychurch.com. Just click on the little store icon and uh, follow the prompts there. We'll mail it out. Uh, that if we ever order that we receive, and I need to say this, every order we receive, we mail it out that following Thursday. So you'll know about once it's mailed when you should receive it. But a couple of Wednesday nights ago, uh, I was ministering one of the messages in the series that I'm doing presently right now, the 
I am come statements that Jesus made and gave us specific reasons to why he came. Well, they're all wrapped up in his redemptive work because that is ultimately the finality of why he came. The overall purpose of why he came was the redemptive plan of God. But he gave specific statements and reasons as to why I am come, he said. And uh, in one of those, a couple of Wednesday nights ago, he says, I am come in my Father's name. And and this was one of the Bible verses there, John chapter 5, verse 30, when Jesus says, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge, and my judgment is just, because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which sent me. And I'm telling you, the Lord began to pour his oil all over me when I read that. I knew there was going to be a gold mine here. And and I went home and after the service that night and began to look at this. And last Friday morning, we presented our first session in this new series we began entitled on Friday mornings, Jesus, Our Example. And And, and, and you can read many, many things in the Bible to see the example that Jesus is to us. But I believe in this one verse, one Bible verse, if we see it through the light of Calvary, through the light of who Jesus is as the Son of God and what he did for us at Calvary as the Lamb of God, the purpose he came, if we look at this one Bible verse will show us the entirety of what it means to walk with the Lord, how it takes place. It doesn't take place outside of the way this Bible verse shows us. You you, you must deny self. Unlike Jesus, there's nothing good in us. There, There was nothing bad in him. There's nothing good in us because we were birthed into this world with a sin nature already bent. And even when we learn how that sin nature is made dormant and put away through faith in the cross, and we still are trapped in this flesh. But we also have been given the faith of the Son of God, the measure of the faith of the Son of God, to be able to live by, not thinking more highly of our selves than we ought to. Romans 12, 3. See, Jesus became the perfect example of what it means not to do anything of his own self. And although there was nothing wrong in him, nothing bad in him, he still had to show us what it was like not to live for self. He could never make a decision in and of himself because he was here as man's representative and as the representative man to God he had to do what man in Genesis failed to do and got us all in this mess and that was simply not trust in self but trust in the God who put us here and Jesus had to do that with perfection. He had to do that in its totality. He could never depend upon self had he one time depended on how he felt, uh, what he what he might have thought as a man in the midst of all the temptations 
with which he was tempted, it wouldn't have worked out. Jesus could never once depend on himself. He is our example. You and I are here not to uh, <clears throat> depend upon ourselves. That that would be when we do that, and I'm talking about for spiritual things, let's don't get silly here today, that you need to tie your own shoes and, 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 and do, you need to go to work, you need to go to school, you need to get up out of that bed, off that couch, you, you need, he's talking about spiritual matters, what it takes to, to walk with God, to be pleasing to God, to fulfill the will of God on your life. It, it can involve what you think. It can't involve how you feel. It, it can't involve anything to do with self because remember the Bible tells us there's nothing good within ourselves. Therefore, nothing good can come out of us. God had to give us his spirit, that divine nature, that nature of the lamb. He had to give it to us. That by by this we're partakers of the divine nature, and that divine nature among men and in heaven is the nature of the Lamb. Hallelujah, glory to God! You may have never heard that before, but you're going to hear it more, and you need to be hearing it. But we can't do anything of ourselves if it is it's the doing of self. It's self doing something. And Jesus could never do that, not one time. That's what the devil tried to get him to do in the temptations out in the wilderness, just to depend upon himself one time. Since you are the Son of God, you're hungry, turn these stones into bread. Just depending on himself and what he had the power to do as the, as the Son of God, God the Son, he could never depend upon himself because he was here to show us how to live in utter dependence on God and not self. We cannot depend upon self. Self was put away at Calvary. And you and I need to learn that. You are not here to to to, to learn about what your strengths are that the church will try to teach you. You are here to learn as a Christian what it means to live in utter dependence upon the Lord through faith in the sacrifice of Christ. And again, I'm not talking about uh, every little jot and tittle of your life, what color shoes you wear. Some people try to get down and, and turn it into something. It's not. We're talking about what it takes to be saved, what it takes to live saved, and to bear the fruit of your salvation, and to be pleasing unto God. Uh, uh, God's really not concerned with what color shirt you wear, how long your sleeves are. A lot of people would disagree, but it's only those who don't haven't read that verse in the Bible yet that says God looks upon the heart. And we need that. God God requires truth in the inward part. Psalms fifty one six. He, he 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 requires he desires truth be in the inward parts of man, in the heart of man. And, and that's Psalms 51, 6, and don't forget that. But again, Jesus gives us in this one Bible verse, John chapter 5, verse 30, the, the perfect 
example and the epitome of what it means to walk with God daily, to not depend upon ourselves. Then if I can't depend upon myself, what do I depend on? I depend on hearing my Lord. Again, John 10 and 27. Write these scriptures down today. Go back and look at them so that you can allow the Holy Spirit to build upon what you're hearing today. Jesus said in John chapter 10, verse 27, My sheep hear my voice. My sheep hear my voice and I know them. Listen, he, he, and he used the words like that. I, my sheep follow me. They hear my voice. I know them. God's people, there's a lot of people that's not God's people. And there's got a lot of people that are God's people, but they're not hearing him. Read Revelation chapter 3, the church in Sardis. They weren't hearing from the Lord anymore. They weren't receiving of the Lord anymore. Yet they had a name that they were alive as a church, but they were dead. And on down in Revelation chapter 3, you see the Lord knocking on the door. That's not the world. That's the church. He's knocking on the door of their hearts to get back into fellowship with him. And to be in fellowship with him, we must walk in the light that he's in. That's the light of his righteousness. And I'd love to teach on that. But we must not depend upon self. We must depend upon that which we hear. So that we can see the judgment that needs to be made. And then to make the judgment that is righteous judgment. That's what just means. But notice, and I didn't get to this last week. Let's make sure we cover it this week. Then we'll go back and dig some more of this out. He says, because I seek not mine own will. See, in the church today, you have ministers who don't want to hurt God's people. No, no, no preacher wants to hurt God's people. They want to help God's people. But hear me, if the preacher don't know how to help God's people according to the Scriptures, he can't help God's people. He told them how to get saved, what to believe. They got saved, and now... If he doesn't know that the way of the cross for each step of the way is God's only way of righteousness, which is the only way he leads in and walks in himself, Proverbs 8 and 20, 1 John 1, 7 through 9, then he can't any longer help God's people. Now, I want you to hear that. That is a powerful statement. If the preacher doesn't know the way of the cross being the way of righteousness, he can no longer be of any help to God's people because if he doesn't know that way, if he doesn't know to open the Bible and point to the cross, then he can't not only help God's people, he can only hurt God's people. And we're living in a time where the knowledge of the cross has increased over the last 25 years like never before. And there, yes, there are many who come on board and left it because it's, it's a place where you're being made conformable unto the death of Christ. What's that about? It's because it puts self away. And this is a selfie, selfie world. This is all about self. 
You need to have a greater self-esteem. That's what even the church will teach you instead of a higher Christ esteem. And, and even those that learn how to say that, it's not easy to deny yourself Take up your cross daily to follow the Lord Jesus Christ. But hear me, it is a requirement. It is a requirement. It's not one of many things you can do to follow the Lord. It is the one and only specific avenue through which you can follow who you call this Jesus your Savior. If if self is not denied and the manifestation of the reason you're denying self if it doesn't result in an exclusive faith in the cross, then it's not the Jesus of the Bible that you're, that you're following. The Jesus of the Bible, the Son of God, says, if any man come after me, he's going to have to deny himself, take up his cross daily, and follow me. If any man is going to be my disciple, that's Luke 9, 23 and Luke 14, 27. And Jesus taught in John chapter 8 that if you're going to be my disciples, you're going, if you're going to be truly my disciples, and that's what he said in John 8, verses 30 through 32. If you are going to be my disciples, true disciples, you're going to have to continue in my word hearing my word, being taught my word, following me according to my word, then you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. That's what Jesus taught. The Bible Jesus taught. I hear, man, I saw a young preacher last week on, uh, somebody shared a video with me and, and he, he was given the answer as to, ha- as, as to how to grow as a Christian is to buying certain books and reading certain books to, and, and, and how to control your habits and change your habits. And he never once talked about Jesus. He, he never once mentioned the cross. He, he never, th- this, is, this is the New Age church that we are in the midst of. Preachers that don't know the way themselves. They can tell you how to get saved, but after that, It's over. They're done. All they can do then, and I'm not being ugly this morning, all they can do then is teach you how to live a self-driven life. Think about that. All they can do after they get you saved, if they point you to Jesus and the shedding of his blood for the forgiveness of your sins for salvation, if that's where they point you, you can be born again if you believe that, and you can be a child of God. But then after that, if they don't continue to use the scriptures to point you to Calvary, then and they're telling you to buy books and, and, and through these, this knowledge, this psychology in these books, you can learn how to control your habits, change your habits. And without Jesus, obviously, because he never was mentioned, uh, without the cross, because that was never mentioned, uh, then it's all a bunch of self-esteem. And self has to be done away with. This is why the cross for the most part, is never received. It's why when it is received, it it hardly ever becomes a lifelong journey. Few there be that find it. Many rejoice 
when they hear it, the parable of the seed and the sower, sowing the seed. Many rejoice when they hear it. Many receive it initially. But then self always comes on the scene. Self. If Jesus taught that we would have to deny ourselves, take up our cross daily, that tells me, obviously, that self is my problem daily. And it's only put away through faith in the sacrifice of Christ daily. And then I can follow him. See, that is the way of righteousness, the removal of self, the, the acceptance of Christ as so, Savior and the Lord of my righteousness, the one who leads in the path of righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 20, and the word there, leads, means walks. It, it, it changes the whole view of 1 John 1 and 7. If we walk in the light as he is in the light, that means the path of righteousness. That means the way of the cross. And some people might hear this say, you don't have to know all that. Sure you do. If you don't, what do you know then? A lot of Christians, most, I'll be willing to say most today, don't like to sit under sound doctrine because they, they're okay with just pretending they're okay. They're okay with just thinking that they're all right. And see, that's all self. Self will deceive us and make, we're th make us think we're okay. I'm good. I, I, you know, God loves me. It's true. God's merciful. It's true. He's long-suffering. It's true. But he only leads in the paths of righteousness, the Bible says. Proverbs 8 and 20. Psalms 23 and 3. 1 John 1 and 7 again. If we walk in the light as he is in the light. Think about that. And what is what is our light? Psalms, uh, 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 what is it, 37.6 says that, that our righteousness has become our light. It's as our light. So it's the path of righteousness that makes the path he guides us on. It, it's what allows the word of righteousness to shine onto the path of righteousness because he that speaks truth Proverbs twelve seventeen shows forth righteousness. That's Proverbs. 12. I hope you're writing these scriptures down and not just thinking, "Well, these are these are this is good. These are good." No, you need to have these in your heart. These scriptures you're hearing today need to be shared with those Christians that you know, and they'll either get happy or they'll get mad because when we're found in a place of pretending. And only walking in what really is our own righteousness and not the righteousness which the Lord leads us in through faith, exclusive faith in the cross of Christ, the death of Jesus, the, the true gospel, that we're going to get mad about that at first. But what's happening? Self is being stuck. Self is being stirred. Self is being jabbed by the truth. And in that moment, we choose whether self will be denied and the cross taken up and we follow Jesus or we don't or just keep believing we are anyway. It, that's where the church is today. 
I've been there. I know what I'm talking about. I speak from experience, my friend. It it breaks God's heart to look upon the church today and see all the things they're trusting in that's not the one thing he gave us to trust in. His son and his work at Calvary. Watch this now. I can of my own self do nothing. Colon. Remember what we talked about last week. When you see that colon, get ready. The Lord's about to describe something specifically that will help you understand what he just said on the other side of the colon. Watch. We explained that and even showed it in other scripture last week. So if you missed it, go back and watch last Friday morning's broadcast. I can of my own self do nothing. Does that mean he couldn't? It was impossible? No, it means he couldn't and, and be able to do what's on the other side of the colon. See, if I'm doing self, I'm not hearing somebody else. L let me say that again. If I'm doing self, then I'm not listening to the one I should be listening to. Oh, I might be listening to something. We're all listening to a voice. But if I'm operating from self, my opinions, my thoughts, my feelings, my strengths, my talents. And I'm not trusting in what Christ did his own self, in his own flesh, to put away my flesh, to put away myself. I'm hearing something other than the voice of God. It wasn't that he couldn't, it was that he wouldn't. He couldn't if he would hear, if he, if, his, if he were to make judgment that was just, if he was to do the will of someone else. See, self is going to do self's will. Self has to be denied. The cross has to be taken up to be even found in the will of God. This is why most of the, all, most all of the church today is not in the will of God in experiential place. They're in the will of God is what it took to get them saved if they were truly born again through faith in the blood, but to walk in the will of God, to walk just as you received Christ Jesus the Lord, Colossians 2, 6, which really means through faith in his cross. As you have received the Lord Jesus Christ, so, like so, walk ye in him, in him. Amen. Think about that. If I'm dependent on self and I'm not dependent on what the Lord is guiding me in through faith in the sacrifice, the only place one can hear the Lord and serve the Lord and receive of the Lord, the will of the Lord, then I'm just living for self. And all that's going to be accomplished is the will of self. Because whoever I'm hearing, that's who I'm following. And it's that will... That's going to be carried out. I need to say that again. Whoever I'm hearing, that's who I'm following. And it's that will that I'm going to be fulfilling. And Jesus shows us here. Watch this. I can of my own self do nothing. There's that colon. He gets real specific now of what he's talking about. As I hear, I got to hear something else besides what I think, how I feel. I judge. And my judgment is just. That means righteous. 
Because I seek not mine own will, but the will of the Father which sent me. Listen, I'm not going to be trying to hear the Lord if I've already got my mind made up in what I say He says, what I think He says. i got a Bible. I can look in the Word of God and confirm what He's leading me, guiding me to do. Did you hear that? The only way that you and I can hear, and th- this, is, this is parallel. It's, it's a mirror to what Jesus taught right here of you can't come after me. You can't follow me. You can't go my way unless self is denied and the cross is taken up. And the only way that self can be denied, get, hear this today, folks. The only way self can be denied is if I'm reaching for the cross. I can't just deny self. I don't have the power to deny self. The Lord gives me the power to deny myself if he sees my faith in the sacrifice of Christ. That's the only place the power of God comes from to put self away to deny self daily. I don't have the power to deny self I don't have the power to keep self from destroying my life, leading me down all the wrong fleshly paths to fulfill the lust of the selfish flesh. But if God sees me reaching for that cross by faith, believing under righteousness, the power comes to deny self to take that cross up daily and to keep walking because self is the daily problem. And the cross is the daily answer. All that ministers would come back to that fruitful place of victory and power. Because the denial of self and the taking up of the cross daily is the only way to be found in the will of God. And I know many Christians hear these teachings today, such as this one, and they say, well, if all this is true, then what was all that going on in my life before? Listen. You don't want to know the answer to that. Most of it, if not mostly all of it, was nothing more than self-functioning with a tag and a stamp of what we called God on it. That is mostly what's in the church today. Self-function, functioning in the power of self, what we think, how we feel, instead of the Holy Spirit giving given access to guide us into all truth, which is all the words of God that show us his righteousness. Proverbs 12 and 17, he that speaks truth shows forth righteousness. You've got to see righteousness, my friend, before you can make that righteous judgment. And the only way that you and I can see righteousness to judge righteous judgment is if we're hearing the truth. And the truth is a man named Jesus and what he did at Calvary because the the, the righteous declaration of God came through the cross, offered only today through the cross for our initial status of righteous in Christ to to keep the, the garments of righteousness unspotted. Your faith must stay there alone. 
to walk in that path of righteousness. Your faith must be in the truth that puts you in that path of righteousness that continues to shine. And the promise we have in Proverbs 4 and 18 is that the path of the righteous shall shine more unto that perfect day. So what should we see be seeing more of that allows that path of God's judgment, God's righteous judgment, to shine more unto us is more and more of our beholding the Lamb, that one that was slain as the Lamb at Calvary in every jot and tittle. For our judgment to be righteous judgment, it must be through God's judgment made at Calvary for there. Let me say it again. Romans chapter 3, verses 25 and 26. There is where God declared his righteousness through the faith of his son, through the shedding of that blood. It's written in your Bible there. That's where Jesus became the open door through the shedding of his blood, first and foremost, for God to declare through that shedding of blood his righteousness so that you and I might believe upon that from the heart and then declare it with our mouths, that great salvation, as he immerses us into the very thing, the death that we believed in. And from that day forward, our faith must remain in the Word of God as it pertains to that, what happened at Calvary, his death, because that's what we're being made conformable unto. Not a denomination, not a church, not a preacher, not even the resurrection of Christ, but we're being made conformable unto his death. Death, not a bloody, gory mess, my friend, to look at, which is exactly what he was in the flesh, but that nature of the Lamb, that humble, obedient Lamb that never, ever depended upon himself one time. He said he could call legions of angels but he didn't depend upon himself. He committed his life, his soul, all that he was to the one, the Bible says, Peter wrote about, who judges righteously. That was God's righteous judgment. Let's get back into this verse today. This is so wonderful, so wonderful to know. I can of my own self do nothing. Jesus said the same thing about us in John 5, 15 and 5. Speaking of in the context of bearing fruit. Without me, the true vine, you as a branch in me. Without me, without the life flow from this vine of who I am planted in death. It's where the life comes through the vine into us branches. Without me, you can do nothing, no thing. Jesus knows that of himself. Without the Father's will being carried out, what he did on his own would be nothing. It was the Father's will. It's the only way that he could hear properly. Look at your Bible. It was the only way that he could hear properly and, and hear the proper judgment 
and make the proper righteous judgment because he wasn't seeking his own will. See, the cross, my friend, is the only avenue to be found in the will of the Father, bearing the fruit of the Son and of the Holy Spirit in our lives. The cross is the only avenue I am amazed, and I and I have been here, so I know what I'm amazed at. But nevertheless, I stand amazed. I, really, my amazement is at those who, for so long, have preached and taught and focused on the cross, now to be lured away, slowly descent, being desensitized through, I won't even name all the things that's obvious, to many, a change of direction. Oh, still quoting the right words, but it's obvious for many things God brought us out of, many are going back into. Things that we told people for years, if you're involved in these things, you will never walk in the fullness of God's will for your life. And now we watch people going back into those things and all the excuses. But know this, the only excuses as to why we won't take up our cross today again, focus on the cross today again, and see God's redemption plan his gospel, the death of his son in every chapter and verse of the Bible is because self screams so loud to go around the cross. To, 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 let's hold back on that for a little bit. You know, I asked one of my good pastor friends last year, why is it through the ages that men will grab a hold of this life-changing, life-giving illumination of what's written in the Word concerning the cross, and then it be gone. Why, 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 why does it just come and, 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 and it fades back in, in, into the, the soup bowl of mixture? Why, why is that? And he said something very profound to me. He said, because men get tired of not getting a pat on the back. And it's so true. Men, men will always be tempted to rather be receiving a pat on the back than to continue to deny that selfish desire for a pat on the back. Self wants to be pat on the back. But that inner man, the hidden beauty of that inner man, where the Lord desires truth to be in the inward parts, is going to have to take that cross up. Deny self. Self has to be put away to do the will of God, and the cross is the only putting away of self. 
Self wants a pat on the back. Self will, will do a handful of things and then says, that's my limit. That, that, you know. uh, self says, I'll do this, but I won't. Self says, well, I'll do, I, I've got some. No, no. Self always will limit the Christian. And it will kill the Christian. It will prevent God's will. Let's look at this again. There, there's so much here. Jesus said, I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, the alternative for self is hearing. The only victory over self is the, the denial of self through the, through the taking up of the cross. This shows us today that it's the only avenue of hearing. So don't ask me the question, what was going on before you knew the cross had to be your object of faith for daily living? You, you don't want to know the painful answer to that. A whole lot of pretending, faking, instead of contending for the faith. And that, that's only an honest man. Only an honest man, honest from the heart. Jesus taught it in the parable of seed and sower. The good ground that hears the word and keeps the word and allows the word with patience to bring forth fruit is the honest heart that will, will, will allow the Holy Spirit to guide that honest heart into more truth. But hear me this morning, more truth, a gain of more truth in the heart means there's a loss of something that was hindering that gain. How long has it been since you've allowed the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, to guide you into more truth? Because it's more than just words in our head. It's the experience of the victory of Calvary. It's the only avenue of gain. It's the only avenue of hearing. It's the only avenue of self being removed so I can hear because when self is removed, now what I'm hearing of the Lord through the truth of the Scriptures is bringing forth the will of my Father in heaven. The doing of His will. Self has to be put away through the cross. To hear properly. And hearing properly is required to have proper judgment. Let's read it. We'll try to make it through it again this time. I can of my own self do nothing. But Jesus says I depend on what I hear. Then I judge what I'm hearing. And my judgment is righteous. Because I seek not mine own will. Oh, that's so important, my friend. That is so important. But the will of the Father which has sent me. Last week we told you that Jesus also said, As my Father has sent me, so have I sent you. So we're here to do the will of the one who sent us. So we must hear the one who sent us. But to hear the one who sent us, we must deny our own self. We must deny trusting 
in our own strengths, our own opinions, our own feelings, our own anything. We must hear the one who sent us. My sheep, John 10, 27. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. My sheep hear my voice. I know them and they follow me. This is very powerful today. We, like Christ, can do nothing in and of ourselves. Not to bring forth the will of God. Not to bring forth the fruit of God. But only as we hear and judge, and our judgment must be righteous judgment. Jesus told us not to judge outward appearance, John seven twenty four, but let our judgment be that of righteous judgment. That means two things, and they're tied intrinsically together. It's the Word of God, because all God's words are in righteousness, Proverbs 8 and 8, but it's in light of the cross. Because only through the cross, the, the shedding of the blood of Jesus, the death of Christ, is God's righteousness declared. Only through that. That means every jot and tittle must be seen through the cross. Not your born-again experience. Every word that you're looking at today, the study of the Word of God today must be in relationship to Jesus as our king of righteousness, right? King of righteousness, our, 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 our righteous king. And what he did to become that to us. And again, the people who deny what they're hearing, like on this broadcast today, are people who really are not going to be scriptural. They're not going to be. I see on social media all the time people throwing slashes out there about Christians being wrong about this, wrong about that, but they don't use scripture. They just throw selfish words, selfish thoughts, selfish opinions, selfish feelings. And those who are denying self and taking up their cross, they only respond with scripture. Because Scripture is what we have in the light of Jesus and what he did at Calvary as our righteous judgment. It doesn't exist outside of that. If you just go up to tell and tell somebody who's living an abominational lifestyle that they're an abomination to God, and, and you don't tell them See, you're only, you're only, and listen, we, we've all probably been guilty of this before we learn the amazing truth of what it really means to judge righteous judgment. If we go up and blast somebody because they're obviously living an abominational lifestyle before God according to the Word of God, and we just blast them and tell them they're guilty and they're going to hell without telling them that they can be saved from the, their sins, from their self. 
They can be saved and forgiven of their sin. They can be delivered from that. But see, if we don't, if we don't bring the cross of Christ into any situation, I don't care what word in the Bible you've used. If you don't bring the cross, the death of Jesus, into the situation, you and I have not made righteous judgment. God's words are all in righteousness, but they cannot be partaken of outside of faith in the death of Jesus. The death of Jesus, the blood of Jesus Christ, is what makes God's word his righteous judgment for us. And for us to be able to hear his word in righteousness so that we can judge and our judgment be righteous and his will be carried out and not our own. If you're hearing anything out of the Bible and the cross is not the centerfold of it all, self is dabbling all in that message. Self. I don't care who it is. I don't care how long they've done whatever they claim they've done. If the message of the cross is not in the center of what's being presented, there can be no impartation of righteousness, no fruits of righteousness, because any biblical faith is the righteousness of faith. Now, I understand we became righteous at the born-again experience. But are we making righteous judgment? Let me answer that. If we're hearing the one who is righteous, who did the righteous work at Calvary, then we know what judgment to make. Well, how do we hear him? We become students of God's word. We keep our faith in the one object God's given us to maintain that measure of faith he's given us in, the very object that allowed him to give us that measure of faith, Romans 12, 3, is Jesus Christ, his son, loving us so much that he humbly and obediently obeyed his father's will unto death. Therefore, we live by the faith of the Son of God. That measure we were dealt, Romans 12, 3, of that faith so we could live here and live and make righteous judgment along the way. The cross, I don't care. I, and let me finish what I was going to say earlier. I'm amazed that so many who claim the cross is absolutely the answer. But yet they're kicking, fighting, scratching tooth and nail as to why you just don't need to be talking about the cross all the time. You don't need to say the word cross all the time. It's, it, listen, we've not made it a law to talk about the cross. We use the word gospel, the, the redemption plan of God, the, the death, the blood. They're, they're all wrapped up in the same. But Paul under the anointing of the Holy Spirit of truth, the Spirit of grace, the, the comforter, that divine nature, the nature of the Lamb, told the Apostle Paul, you better be determined not to know anything other than the cross, 
the preaching of the cross. Let's read that verse this morning. Galatians 6.14 But God forbid that I glory except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ by whom the world the world is crucified unto me and I unto the world. I'm dead to the world. Their eyes, I'm just weak. God calls it meek. They call it weak, dead, no use. You're blocking. You're hindering what the what we're really here to do. And, and the world is crucified to me, and I unto the world. And God has not given humanity any but one thing to glory in, to boast in. And the Holy Spirit tells us through the Apostle Paul that it's the cross. It's the cross of Christ. Because it's the only thing that God speaks through, works through, and delivers us from ourself through. Nothing else. It's the only avenue through which we can hear properly, make proper judgment, and the will of God be found taking place in our lives. In John chapter 5, verse 30, let's read it again. We're almost out of time. A few more minutes. I can of my own self do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteous. It's just. That's what the word means. Why? Because I'm not seeking my own will. But the will of the Father which has sent me. This is why almost, almost all of the church today, they're not planted where it pleases the Lord to plant them in the body. I'm talking about the local church because they're not hearing properly. You can't be functioning in the will of God as a selective hearer. You, you, you must be hearing truth that shows forth righteousness. Proverbs twelve seventeen is such a crucial verse. A lot of Christians throw out the Old Testament. And I'm, let me tell you something, folks. Don't throw it out. There's a gold mine in the Old that helps us to better see and walk in what it was really all about revealed in the New. And unless truth is being heard, righteousness is not being seen. And if righteousness is not being seen, righteousness can't be the path we're on. And our judgment can't be righteous judgment. Over the last four or five years, how many Christians have you watched be carried off and entangled into all the worldly affairs, thinking the whole time they have a right to be involved, and it's made them angry. A lot of them, I've heard. I've heard recent stories of how Christians lost their way, and I've watched a few get so entangled that they've lost their way. Myself, I've watched them. Some are struggling now, right now, to try to make it back to that place of 
walking with that one who is a consuming fire, who is consuming their hearts with the, with the praise and the worship and the truth. Let me tell you something, folks. If your boast is not in the cross alone, then self is boasting. Wherever the cross is not our boast, our boast is in self. Because it's always one or the other. We're always going to be about the cross. So self can't be leading the show. Bringing death and corruption and destruction in whatever part of our lives we're not boasting in the cross about. Whatever little portion that is, that little portion there's another voice there. Self. What about me, myself, and I? If I don't look out for me, nobody else will. Oh, wow. All these sayings that they're not just in the world. They're in the church. Got to have a higher self-esteem. Got to think more highly of yourself than you're doing, son, if you're going to get anywhere in, in this world. <laughs> Jesus says concerning the sheep of his pasture that he's given us the measure of his faith so that we won't have to think more highly of ourselves than we ought. But that our hearing will be hearing him. And hearing him means we're walking in truth which brings about the freedom and the liberty of who he is and what he provided at Calvary and the experience of God's will in our lives. I'm so thankful today to be sharing these truths of God's word, helping whoever it is that finds us in the avenues that God has given us to share him. To see... Anyone who's lost can be saved. Anyone who's been saved but hasn't been living saved. Anyone who's seeking that which they know has been missing. I'm, I'm privileged and blessed and honored of the Lord to be sharing the truth of God's Word with you today. All I can do is put it on the table, but I, I can't make you partake of it. I can declare it. But I can't even get mad at you if you don't like it. If you resist it, you resist me, you say slanderous things. Listen, we have to continue to hear the one that sent us. So the righteous judgment that he trusted his father would make with his life through his death, that you and I can have that same voice of truth giving us the picture, the show, the path of righteousness in view so that our judgment can be that of righteousness because it cannot be made unless we're being led in that path. And that is a walk with the Lord. Really, I personally believe that to disagree with what I've taught from the Word this morning means that one's walk is really just made up and pretended pretensive, presumptuous, assuming. But Amos said in chapter 3, verse 3, can two walk together lest they be agreed? 
And the only place God's given us to agree with Him is the cross of His Son. If we agree with God that that's the answer for all things, what His Son provided for us in death at Calvary, then His Word will become surely a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. I want you to know you can find everything we do here at Crossway Church in Queen City, Texas. We're located here at 610 Highway 59. You can find us on our website, thecrosswaychurch.com. You can also find our YouTube channel, Curtis Hutchinson 316. I encourage you to go to those places and to hear the truth of God's Word found in righteousness, meaning every jot and tittle of God's Word is dipped in the blood of Jesus, looked at through the blood of Jesus, experienced by the power of the Holy Spirit through faith in the blood of Jesus. God bless you. We love you. And I pray that whatever it is you're seeking the Lord concerning, today would be the day of His intervening hand in your situations. He's faithful and He's able. Don't give up on Him. He's not giving up on trying to reach you. If the Lord stirs your heart, to sow into this ministry, you can easily do that on the website, thecrosswaychurch.com, or you can simply type the word give on your smartphone. Just text the word give to the number 903-231-5950. Again, 903-231-5950. God bless you. And I pray his great provision be found in your life through the precious blood of Jesus each and every day. Till I see you next time, stay determined to know absolutely nothing but Christ and him crucified. We'll see you then. God bless you.